We got podcasts to do just for you. Okay. We got so much to talk about. Oh, yeah. All right. What up? Oh, amazing things, Gavin. How are you? Amazing things. What a week! I know. What a week! First of all, we'll do the we'll we'll do the local announcements. Congratulations, Gavin Blonda, on opening Bye Bye Bird. Okay, that's enough of that. So much happened. Your parents are coming tonight. I know. It's crazy. I'm so excited. Um. Yeah. We must get started. It's been good. We we should get started. I have a full two pages of notes, and then we got to do grosses. Yeah. Um. But I I got a few fast facts to get. Through. Uh, but, and um. Are there any updates on the island from you? Uh, we start tech for Gentleman's Guide in a week, and it's wow. been two and a half, three weeks of rehearsal. <laughs> so, you know, Sam. I'm so stressed. Our off book day is oh tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Hell that's yeah. what it is. Hell yeah. Late night tonight for Liam. I know I'm going to Barrio tonight after the show. I'm so so excited. <sighs> I'm so jealous. So excited. That's a taco place, folks. It's awesome. Uh, okay. So I got fast facts for you here. Get ready. Wicked is celebrating their 19th anniversary with cool stuff. Hell yeah. Kite Runner closed. And Juliet started previews. MJ did a really fun post-Bows number of Thriller on Halloween. Uh, another weird thing that I looked at, I was like, huh, Halloween was on a Monday. They had a show on a Monday. MJ has a really weird performance schedule. I looked at their calendar and their days off are like super scattered. Like they'll have some Thursdays off. They'll have some Tuesdays off. They'll have some Mondays off. It's huh. weird, which I think is honestly kind of cool. I would rather have like, instead of just having every Monday off, I'd rather have like random days off so that like, oh, if you know that cool like this thing happens on thursdays that you want to do like oh okay i have my my thursday day off once every two three weeks and that you can do that i think that's pretty cool it also lets you go see other shows if you're in the yes that too absolutely Absolutely. you can see any other show i would love i would love to be in a show that had scattered days off i think it would be literally but they still do eight shows a week i mean hey awesome Get after uh, it. Some Like It Hot started previews on Tuesday. That's got Christian Borle in it and opens December 11th at the Schubert. Yeah. Um, also from Jacob Collier, it's No Negative Harmony November. <laughs> did you see that video? I did. Um, yeah, Jacob Collier posted it. Jacob Collier is a musician, uh, more than a musician, but in a, in a nutshell is a musician, um, and posted a TikTok. It's No Negative Harmony November. I thought I should include that. Harmony. Harmony. No negative the sun's in your eyes. You take me by surprise. You lead me to your home again. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Fast Facts, not Jacob Collier Impression Time. I got to keep adjusting my mic. Okay, I think that's good. Um, this was weird. I saw this. The creator of Glee, Ryan Murphy, said in an interview with, and that's what you really missed, podcast, that Mr. Shoe was originally written for Justin Timberlake. It was originally Justin Timberlake was going to be doing it. Um, and was going to be a meth addict. Mr. Shoe was originally written to be a meth addict. Is what that in the Breaking Bad? I know. What? I know. Like what? Who? I like read it, and I read this like article about the interview, and I was like, "Wait, hold on. Who thought that was a good idea?" Okay, the concept already of Justin Timberlake as mr no, shoe is... was written not was written for matthew morrison was written for justin timberlake which like justin timberlake is, is isn't he isn't cringy enough like matt he's matthew not morrison. cringy enough that he's character is matthew enough. morrison 
Justin Timberlake would have completely changed this whole show. And the peak of Beth Addict. How do you That's convince? So how do you convince him to be like? Will you sign on for a thirteen and uh, like eight season show, but you have to be a meth addict choir director? How do you convince the producers to be like, "Hey, so I just wrote this show. Um, it's about high schoolers in Glee Club, but the guy who runs it is really into crystal meth." Uh, I mean, what? It's like, yeah, we'll sing, we'll sing, like we'll sing Justin Bieber, and then in the next scene, he's doing drugs. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Just thought I should include that. I thought that was that was silly. Um, Brittany Johnson of Motown, Les Mis, Beautiful the Carol King Musical, Sunset Boulevard, and now most notably Wicked, is going to be departing Wicked uh, one year from making history as the first black woman to assume the role of Glinda full-time on February 12th. Wow. Um, there have been there have been many women of color to step into Glinda on Broadway, but she's the first to do it full time. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what she's doing. I, I don't remember what it said that she was going to do. But I There's really a lot hope... of big projects coming up. I feel like oh my god, I'll get into it. There's so much. Yeah. I, of course, of course. But you know, I I really hope that that the Wicked can really just start with some diverse casting because Alphaba really hasn't like that, that these characters are not being like, like if we, I don't, I don't know. Have there ever been a, a black Linda and a black Alphaba at the same time? I don't know. The whole point of this show is that like, is like that she's green. I don't, it's like, I yeah. think more diverse <laughs> casting needs to come in. Exactly. In the future for this show on uh, specifically in the Broadway production. Yeah. I don't know what the tours. And I like. think it will as well for sure for sure um yeah but definitely end of an era with britney johnson and as glinda yeah craziness um this is cool this is cool hercules at the paper mill playhouse yeah! has announced its casting which includes bradley gibson of the lion king a bronx tale and rocky as hercules uh tony winner i don't know how to say this name Schuler hensley as hades lit uh, Tony winner James Monroe Iglehart. Let's you know. go. And Isabel McCalla as Meg. Uh, the show is set to open on March 1st. No Jelani Aladdin, which I honestly was expecting. I think he's just doing something else. Um, but it's just this is exciting. I remember when we went to Disney in high school and were doing workshops and heard from one of the people, one of the women there, that Hercules was coming to Broadway. And like, maybe this is the same timeline. Maybe this is what she was talking about. But this is as out of town tryout, as close to an out of town tryout without calling it an out of town tryout you can get. It will. It's it's dis. Well, this is how Disney does their stuff. They go to Paper Mill or the or La Jolla. So, so this is this is the next thing I wanted to say. Um, here, I, I, I then did a little bit of research. It's like, wow, Paper Mill really does a good job putting shows in through their out-of-town tryout when they're really not out of town. They're like, right, they're right outside the city. Yeah. Um, and so here's uh, just the list of the notable shows that first premiered at Paper Mill before they went to Broadway. Newsies, Honeymoon in Vegas, Bandstand, and A Bronx Tale. There have been many other shows to go through there. Um, Hunchback went through there. Um, but that never came to Broadway. And there's a bunch of shows that have been performed there that, you know, have already been on Broadway yeah. beforehand. Uh, but Newsies, I remember I remember when I was in that middle school Newsies phase, loving that show, that 
Newsies went through paper mill. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would extend that your Newsies phase went a touch beyond middle school. No, but it might have gone, can... gone to sophomore year high school. Yeah. It might have yeah. gone to yeah. sophomore year college. Yeah. yeah. So... No. I love that show. No, I love that show. Um, no. No. <laughs> but really cool. I am really excited for this. I There's a lot of news today on this episode about shows transferring from certain places to certain places. Uh, I got like two or three examples. Paper Mill Hercules being one of them. Uh, cause paper, oh, I'm so the, excited for this production. This production of Hercules we've already seen with Jelani Aladdin, who I love. And I'm upset that he's not with the production. Um, but Bradley Gibson is amazing. So I, I, it's just a, that's just a me, me thing. Uh, the Camelot revival at the Lincoln Center has announced that Andrew Burnap, Philippa Sue, and Jordan Donica are joining as their leads. Previews are going to start March 9th. Philippa Sue's agent needs a raise. Like, yeah. what? She's booking everything. Dude. I feel All like every month. episode we're talking about Philippa Sue booking some new, like really high, like focus. Like she went, she went from Into the Woods to Guys and Dolls, now to the Camelot revival, and there's already talks of her coming back to Into the Woods in the last my, week or two. Oh my god, dude, Philippa Sue is killing the game right now. I've yeah. never been like the biggest philippa sue fan just because i've heard that she's not like the best person but it's also like she's really good and i think i might need to start converting to being on the philippa sue train um <laughs> yeah just really cool really really cool that that she is just like this feels like i i, I saw someone i forget where i saw it but someone was comparing it was like, damn, this is like 2016, 2015 Christian Borel, where it's just like Philippa Sue just does everything. Yeah. Crazy. I will be in any Crazy. project you ask me to be. Just, yeah. You, you give it's me a stage and I will be it's on like it. She went from Broadway to who was producing Guys and Dolls? Uh, was that the Lincoln Center? I thought it was lincoln center but maybe, if, maybe maybe that's why she's going lincoln center to lincoln center wait this is but if camelot is search. lincoln center i don't know if that one was also lincoln center let I'm me look sure. up lincoln center guys and dolls um akron watson who was the lead in uh um mr hans opus was in that show uh it was the kennedy center yeah guys and dolls is the kennedy center kennedy James center like a heart jesse mueller okay 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 so that's that makes a little bit more sense why she's going Lincoln Center to Lincoln Center, but damn, still, awesome, awesome. Uh, a beautiful noise. The Neil Diamond musical released their cast album on Wednesday ahead of their first preview, which was also on Wednesday. Wow! Yay, Neil Diamond! So awesome, Sweet Caroline, baby. Caroline. I know nothing about this. Um, I don't think that i'm gonna be ever seeing this by a musical oh but... what do you mean <laughs> what liam you don't want to go spend your hard-earned cash on this when you could go see another show not at all anyway no you know it seems fine he made great music and now there's a musical speaking of lincoln center Mike Birbiglia as the old man in the pool. We've talked about this. This is his yep. solo solo comedy show. Started performances this week, and they sold out their first week of previews. After this week of six sold-out performances, they then decided to extend two more weeks to January 15th. Awesome. Awesome. Just Mike out Birbiglia. of previews? 
just out of previews. They sold out their first week of previews. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Two more weeks. Bam. Bam. Sounds good. They're at the Vivian Beaumont Theater, which is not small. Not small. I was going to say, yeah, I've, I've seen Let me look at the grosses that. to see how many. Uh, they sold all 4,000. Oh, wait, what? Seats sold. Wait, why does it say he did four performances? Dude, I don't know. Um, but no, sold out. Sold out. Really cool. It might have been really four cool. the week before and then four into oh, this yeah, week. Maybe they're including. Maybe they're including. Either way. But anyways, just so awesome. Solely sold I've, I've out heard... run. Maybe maybe he will sell out his entire run. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. But No, he will not. But... I, would to- I would love to see that. Mike Birbiglia is a really... He's... Oh my god, he's really funny, and and I bet that this show's awesome. Uh, from what I've seen on on the theater sphere and on TikTok, it's just people loved it. So makes sense why they're extending. Yeah, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you exactly. have the means to extend, do it. It's a one man show, easy, easy. Yeah, and I'm sure the um, cast, the, the 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 crew is like minimal for it too. Like it doesn't seem like it's a huge technical. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can just stand up and do a comedy stand on stage and do a comedy show you need someone to get his stool in place someone to fill his water bottle and someone to keep the lights on yeah sounds about right uh into the woods on oh a less positive note uh into the woods bringing uh, the moon down a little bit uh we're just gonna we're just gonna go uh quick 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 lull of the podcast right now back to uh into the woods um so if you remember last week they had a really bad week last week yeah. and so the company, not the company, the um, team of Into the Woods this week decided, okay, you know, we saw another pretty bad week. Uh, it's about damn time to offer some rush tickets. So Into the Woods is now offering rush tickets to all performances. These are $59. <clears throat> a limited number of rush tickets will be available on a first-come, first-served basis at the box office beginning at 10 a.m. the day of the performance. There is a limit of two tickets per audience member. Uh, I don't 59? know. $59. That is a Which is an expensive ex- rush ticket. That is an expensive rush ticket. <laughs> but hey. I have bought hey, full price tickets for 5 to $10 more than that. Accessible into the woods. That's all is that it? matters. Okay. That's all that matters. Okay. This is like the first thing they've done. They have like a, I think they have a lottery. Um, okay. But I, I'm interested to see how this will affect their grosses. Because how will this affect LeBron's legacy? How will this affect LeBron's legacy into That's the woods having rush tickets? Ask. Um, honestly, that is $15 away from the comedically expensive $76 standing room tickets for Music uh-huh. Man. <laughs> o- almost wish, because their cheapest ticket I think is 80 if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. At what? At Into the Woods. Uh, that sounds about right. I, I mean, looking at Seek, because Drew Jamson goes through Seek Week and um, Into the Woods... Let me look just because when I was times last... it says from 59 on for, for the for the cheapest ticket. Yeah, I think so. Let's look at tonight's show. What's today the 4th? Uh yep. tonight. Hoo-hoo, this is showing from 90 plus. What? Maybe maybe they've sold a bunch of seats. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh I think it's let's I mean, look in that their balcony. is an example of like a show that has relied on a lot of really big names and the people who are there for the big names have come and seen. Mm-hmm. So there aren't tickets listed in their balcony right now. I wonder if they're just not selling their balcony until they sell the rest of their seats. <laughs> that would be a bad sign. Um, but it looks like 
center orchestras from 115 back mezzanines from 88. So yeah, they're still, they're still expensive seats. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I couldn't tell you why I, if, if I don't understand it, if your business model, if you're trying to sell like 10 expensive seats, why not sell 20 kind of expensive seats? You're making the same amount of money and more people get to see your show. I really don't get it. I really don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <sighs> we got to talk about parade. We got to talk about. parade. Okay. Is this our time to talk about parade? This is parade time. Okay. So I have a friend on campus, Allie, who was on the show oh, yeah. two weeks ago now. She has seen it <clears throat> twice. Whoa. Allie Buchanan, I hate you. It opened two days ago. I know. I know. No, three days ago. It opened Tuesday. So um, she saw it on the opening, and so that was Tuesday. That's awesome. And then she saw it last night as well. So Thursday. Wait. Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, first time she was in, like, the furthest back seat. Uh huh. Um, and they looked like little ants, and uh-huh. she said it was amazing. And I then bet. she saw it last night, and she was in row F of the orchestra. Oh my god! And she was like, "One of the best pieces of theater I've I've ever seen." I bet it, everything I bet. I'm hearing is that it is like perfection. Yeah, yeah. And, so and like, oh, if it just sounds like the kind of show that makes you want to keep doing theater. Yes, and like the, the kind of show it, yes. that is like this is important and like poignant and beautiful and very well written and like Mm -hmm. something that i would love to see transfer so yeah going back to like the kind of show that you see as like a theater student in college that's like yeah i do like this i do want to be doing this that was me the last time i really had that was company and hades town for sure um i think hades town was like the first time it was the first show that i saw after like uh when did I see that? I don't remember, but I, I saw that and was like, yeah, no, I do like this. I do want to do this. This is amazing. Um, and I think that the more that's just how you, for me, that's how, you know, the show is incredible. And if I wasn't in a show right now this week, I like really believe that I would have just dropped what I was doing and gone to see this show this yeah. weekend. Um, they did talkbacks on, I think Tuesday and Thursday. I don't remember. Um, but this show is like, like, it's a parade. I love this show. Mm-hmm. And B, Ben Platt's in it. You know how I feel. C, Jason Robert Brown's there conducting the show. Gaten Matarazzo, like, this show just looks awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I have no words. I have, I have no words for, and on this podcast, we talk a lot about the accessibility of theater and we talk about how mm-hmm. shows do it right. And sometimes shows really do it wrong. Parade is doing it right. That it's was my a, next bullet point. Yeah. It's on broad. It's, it's, it's at the New York city center for one week and they've put out more clips of the show, the real show with costumes and with full production. They put out more clips of the show than half of the other theaters combined. Yeah. Because half of the other theaters are like trying to maintain the secrecy. And, you know, like, <laughs> we don't want you to see our show. Uh, if you see one clip of a song, you're going to know the whole show and then nobody's yeah, going to want right. to see it. It's like, we know there are limited seats. Like, you know, yo, like, Lion King, we clips. know. We know what your show's about. Like, yeah. we, we can watch the slime tutorials on YouTube. Like, Yeah, we know they're there and you we, know they're there. You know they're there, but you still won't post clips. So that was why, th- this is what I wrote down. I, I wrote, parade open on Tuesday and oh my God, is this the right way to market a show? 
Yep. I said posting tons of clips from the show, and they're generally like all the same. This is the smart thing they're doing. They're posting the same moments in the show. They picked, okay, we want you to see this isn't over yet. We want you to see old red, old red hills of home. We want like here are the specific points in the show that we want you to see, and we want to market. We're going to show you the rehearsal clips. We're going to show you the real clips of the show, and then we're just going to do. There, I saw seven different footages from Ben Platt singing "This Is Not Over Yet" in yep. the rehearsal room. Like yeah. different vantage points, and I every time I was like, oh, "I'll watch it, I guess." I and mean, it's like, I'll click on it. and they're not they're not posting too much. It doesn't give away anything of what the show's about. It doesn't show you any of their crazy choices. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about, I, you might have seen this. Ben stays on, on stage. Intermission? Yeah, it's genius. I think so it's genius. Here's here's my question. I I don't know if you actually know the answer to this. I'm still trying to find the answer. I want to know if this is a choice that the director that Michael Arden made. Or if this is a choice that Ben made. I want to know if this is Ben being like, no, I have to stay on stage. I have to stay in character because he is, he would do that. That's something he would do. Or if it's by guard and being like, nah, let's keep him on stage. Cause why not? Like it's, it's easy. He's supposed to be in jail. Just sit there and be bored. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you look the context. I think knowing Michael Arden's directing style from seeing once on this Island and, and like videos mm -hmm. of the other productions that he's been a part of, I think it was a choice because so like too. such a large part of it, you know, like the ultimate isolation from the rest of your cast mm -hmm. and like, yeah, the feeling of when intermission happens, you could go and, you know, run to the bathroom and get a, get a drink or something. Mm -hmm. And then you come back and he's still there. And yeah. He, Cause he has to be. And, in, and the character is still, looming on that space it's just so it's the character like, is still present in that moment mm -hmm. because it it's just like if he were in jail he's yeah. still you live your life and then you come back it's, and he's still there it's just so waiting like, it's it's so it it, it really gives a level to this show that's just like oh wow you didn't have to do that but you did because yeah. it's just, yeah, the show runs for a week, duh. Maybe if this, we'll get into talks about the show transferring to Broadway, but if the show transfers to Broadway, yeah, maybe don't do that because that's, yeah. intermission is a very coveted time for someone who is in the show. Ben Platt, Leo Frank's in the show the whole time. And, and so. is It's a taxing role. It's, yes. it's not like he sits there and goes, oh, gee whiz, I'm really getting, you know, attacked in the court right now. You know, like yeah. it's an emotionally right. intense role. It's a physically intense role. It's a vocally intense mm -hmm. role you know like you need to access a lot and taking that time to like drink a full bottle of water and like mm -hmm. just like breathe for a second mm -hmm. backstage and not have you know all those eyeballs looking at you yeah. you yeah. know it's 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 important so i i was thinking the same thing like i i don't know i mean i would love it because i think it's a really amazing aspect of the show that's happening mm -hmm. um I don't know if realistically they would keep it in a transfer, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I just thought it was funny how I saw like all these videos on the internet of like people like being like, LOL Ben's just like, his see him just like lying down on a bench. It's like, that's so that's, like, it's doing, doing things that other shows don't do is the most important thing you can do in all yeah. aspects. Make what, what makes in, in all aspects of so many things, what makes you different? Why should I go see your show? Because yeah. hey, we're we have the composer of the show um, conducting, and we have I don't know X Y and Z. Really, it's just I 
okay, transfer talks. I want this show to transfer. I think it should transfer. I think it should do exactly what Into the Woods did, just run for a few months until demand is done and then close and call it good. You could cast... You could you could cast figures like Ben Platt. I think Ben Platt should transfer with the show and and I agree. Um, and uh, oh my god! Oh, um, um, uh, uh, oh my god! Who's playing? Who's playing? Uh, m- m- what's her that name? Michaela. Michaela. Michaela Diamond. Something? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've just been seeing like Ben and Michaela. Oh my god! Like I yeah, Michaela Diamond. Yes, I think that. They go together. They don't go at all. I don't see them not going, honestly. And ben, as someone who follows Ben Platt pretty closely, I don't know what else he'd be doing right now. And also from someone who like you know Ben Platt right now. I don't know. I still love Ben Platt. And I think an amazing performer. Yada 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 yada. There's some reputation stuff going on right now with Absolutely. Ben Platt of like your dad gets you jobs. I think he needs you know, this. I think he needs all that. This. I think. The Broadway community could really use a like vote of confidence from Ben Platt, saying like, yeah. "My heart belongs here." This form of th- this medium really <laughs> speaks to me, like uh, like the the pop music that he puts out that really mm-hmm. speaks to him. But like his home is Broadway. Same yes. with Gate and Maserato. Yes. Every clip I'm seeing of Gate and Maserato on TikTok, Dude. every comment is like. Once a Broadway boy, always a Broadway boy. He like yada, 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 so yada. All these things. He sounds amazing. I love it. I love. I'm it. waiting for the Stranger Things memes to come after Gaten with the with the flag. I'm waiting for a. Oh, a I saw the Les Mis. I saw the Les Mis Gavroche memes coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what flag he's waving, right? You know the context of the show. In uh, in in what part of and what what show? Stranger Things in, or in Parade? In Parade. Isn't it? Isn't it? Um, it's the Confederate flag. Yeah, that's right. It's the Confederate so, flag. Yeah. So like, yeah. Like Gaten Maserato. Uh, what the hell is his name in Stranger Things? Why Dustin. Think of it? Yeah, Dustin holding the stars and bars like is not. <laughs> like I'm waiting for that to become a meme. I know. And like, oh god. And quickly on that for a second, like. So how Prince obviously directed the original production and uh-huh. he did the same with Cabaret and like is definitely known for sometimes doing these really impressive pieces of theater that are pieces of commentary mm-hmm. on what's going on. Like the original production of Cabaret, the full backdrop of the show was a full length mirror facing at the audience yeah and when you do that show in the 60s 20 years after world war ii like that is poignant when you do you know this production has been going on and has been in the works for a long time so obviously it doesn't like everything going on right now isn't fully why it's so poignant from a directing standpoint, mm-hmm. but the show has become really poignant because of everything going on right now mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. Kanye and like yes. this like rise of anti-Semitism that we're getting in the world that makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And like having this story be told right now is like really important. And that's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to transfer is yeah. that like I think the theater community could really use this show mm-hmm. and like the world could use this show right now. Yeah. It's and like, that's 
seems to be the city center's ideology recently is is they really love to produce shows that have been underperformed or undervalued that are really really great pieces of theater i think into the woods is another good example it's like i don't I, it didn't run for ages on broadway same with parade and it's like it's um parade's run on broadway before yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and and um, so let me uh, well I don't remember, just make sure. Yeah, year. it was running on Broadway because um, the guy we were talking about last time with Allie, who was a part of um, Garth. Yeah, Garth uh, Drabinsky yeah, yeah. was a part of it. And oh then, yeah, that's like, right. We Lincoln were Center like scooped that. it up. Yeah, we, like mm-hmm. we, we we talked about this. So it's, and it's, and I think it it means a lot to a lot of people. Ben Platt's been talking a lot about how he's like, hey, as a Jewish man, getting to play this, getting to tell the story, it just and right now really really means a lot to is very important to me so i i absolutely will see him transferring with this show if it does transfer i i think it will um the theater community is really really good at getting really hype about certain shows we were really hype about into the woods and the into the woods hype sadly is gone and has all transferred to parade parade has all of the hype right now and then the parade hype's going to go away after a while regardless of if it goes to broadway or not I think if it goes to Broadway, everyone's going to need to see it again. Everyone's going to need to experience it again. Um, it's just, it looks awesome. It looks amazing. And I, I'm really upset that I can't see it. Yeah. I'm, uh, some piece in my head is like praying that I can randomly find a ticket for Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. cause that would be yeah, my only day. They've, they've, they've sold out already. Right? They've sold out. They yeah, have sold yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have uh, occasional cancellation. They have a cancellation line, right? But right. like, I can't really just go into the city, no, stand in a line for two hours and mm-hmm. then Not pay a hundred bucks to see a show. Mm-hmm. So like, I I was looking at tickets. I think two, week and a half ago, two weeks ago, when they were were on sale, because I saw someone posting, like, people love doing ticket scams on Reddit. Love it. And I and I was like, oh, our tickets on sale for this. So I was looking at parade tickets and I was like, oh, okay, I guess like it's not like I was expecting all of these tickets to be $150, $200. And they weren't. And and I was like, okay, I gotta go see this show. And I was looking at tickets and I was like, oh, I have a show. Um but I, I definitely would have made a very, very strong effort to go see this. Yeah. Probably by myself. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you could have met me. That would be fun. If, well, hey, if you're itching to see, if if you're, oh wow, that was embarrassing. If you're <laughs> itching to see a show in New York that is under fifty dollars, you can come see gentleman, a gentleman's guide to love and murder at Wagner College on Staten Island, November seventeenth, and then that weekend, no show on Sunday, and then uh, December. Uh huh. Oh, well, you got two weekends. Yeah, we we're nice. bookending the weekends of Thanksgiving, That's which right. is a little stressful because right. we do the I full show and then this. we don't touch it for ten days. Yeah, and then we do it again. And you're not gonna have you're not gonna have like a rehearsal beforehand. We have a full brush up rehearsal. You do okay, okay before okay. we like reopen. But That's nice. regardless, enough about me. <laughs> what else do you have? Uh, Kinky Boots Off Broadway has announced on Tuesday that they're ending their Off Broadway run on Sunday, November twentieth, after thirty two previews and one hundred and two shows. Damn. Damn, cool. that show's doing well. Uh, Patrick Page is going to be finishing his run with Hades Town on December 30th as Hades, a role, a role which earned him a Tony nom and a Grammy win with the production. Tom Hewitt is going to be taking over. He's already stepped into Hades, actually, um, and he's super established, super 
credited dude. He stepped in um, after the COVID reopening. I think Patrick Page is filming a movie or something. But Patrick Page is doing another show coming up. So I think this people saw this coming. Um, but yeah, he's he's amazing. He's amazing. And I think this is going to start a little bit of a, of a trend of seeing started that some of this OG cast really, because Patrick, I think this is, I think this means he's really done. Um, yeah. I think Eva and Reeve are coming. I see them announcing after Christmas. Cause I don't think you, or maybe they announce like soon so that the Christmas push gets. That's, that is what I was about to say mm-hmm. is, is that they announce Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. something like that. So like, and then they put yeah. on a Black Friday ticket sale, mm-hmm. and then they sell at 115% capacity until they <laughs> Yeah, right. right. And then they continue to run because, like, honestly, at this point in time, who is seeing the show for Reeve Carney and Ivanova Zada? Yeah, I don't know. We know they're amazing. I don't know. I, I think, honestly, if I were producing this show, I would want to announce it. And see if we could keep them until like the winter lull, so like January, February, March. And I would want to announce it right after New Year's. I would want to announce it in like the beginning of January, so that then the push gets big for wanting to see these two stars because I think they go together, honestly. And I and, and the push oh, yeah. gets really big for oh my god, I have to see them before it's done because Hades Town does fine. Hades Town does not need an announcement of actors leaving to do well. This Patrick Page is just leaving. That's you know why that's happening but i think if reeve and eva were to leave they would probably want to time it in a way that they could try to save um a winter lull because hadestown does fine that's that's a good point maybe maybe they do it like that's what i think right after january so that you can save your february march so that they'd be like they announce in january that like hey end of march they're done come see them now yeah i don't know it's just my thought but then they can they have the opportunity there are so many little you know tenor boys who can sing that part amazingly <laughs> that we've seen Death. around the world. Everyone is singing this show. It's time. It's time for New Orpheus. I'm, I'm like, I don't love Reeve, Reeve Carney. I don't think he's amazing in this part. And I really, it's time. It, we just need a New Orpheus. Please, please give this to the world. Please cast Gavin Blonda as Orpheus on Broadway. What? No. Gavin, you, no. Sound, like a, what? you sound like a bitter bitch when you say like, I don't like him in this role. I think it's time for a new Because Orpheus. I've seen other people do it so well. I know. His haircut's know. also horrible. Kevin. You know what time it is. Man, that's gross. Yeah, it is this week. No way you, that just happened. Are you, what? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Have you, have you looked at these yet? Yes. The grosses? Dude. We're, we're like in a way I have, and in another way I haven't. So, <laughs> um, it's so, a, no, it was just a down week. At all. It was a, it was a, it was a down week. Uh, there's a lot of red. There's a lot of big red. Uh, there's a lot of uh, double digit red, which is not good in any sense. Um, fast facts. Twenty for bucks ya. says into the woods under seventy percent tickets. Oh, <laughs> what if, what if, what if twenty bucks said pushing under sixty? No way. No, I I'll get into it. I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Dude, okay, it's, okay, bad. Okay, it's okay, bad. It's bad. Okay. It's bad. Okay. Um, we uh some shows that joined us this week. And Juliet, Mike Birbiglia, Take Me Out's back. Uh, and that's it. Shows that didn't play whoa. Shows that didn't play a full eight were And Juliet, Mike Birbiglia, the old man of the pool, Take Me Out, and Walking with Ghosts had seven. Um 
some fast facts. Oh, we also have something that hasn't happened in a long time happen this week, and I'm pissed. I'm pissed about it, but I'll, I'll, that, I'm saving that. Um, 1776 had a really bad week. Their grosses were down 23%, and their ticket sales were down 5 Um, A Strange Loop's grosses were down 20%, whose grosses were also down like 20-ish. Uh, Hades Towns were almost down 20 Um Leopoldstadt's were down 15%. So basically, oh wait, not Leopoldstadt. That's K-pop. Leopoldstadt was actually fine. They they kind of, the shows, the only shows that had a positive week-over-week gross were The Kite Runner because it was their final week, um, Walking with Ghosts because they played two more shows, um, uh, Kimberly Akimbo, but I think they played more shows than they did last week. Yes, they did. Um, so I don't think any show had a positive gross this week. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh. There might be I just one. I see it. You can't see it still? Okay, whatever. The it's real mega grosses? I'm, I'm only getting an old file. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Weekending 1030 is not showing up? No, I only have September. So it's it's just wait, a really what? old file. It's fine. You can send it to me again. Let me do. I can screen share. I can screen share. But I don't want it to do another video. No, it's okay. Just tell me. Tell me. There's so much anticipation. I'm screen sharing. Okay. There is one show. Oh, my God. Dude, I know, right? I know. What happened? I know. I know. It's a red. It's a red week. It is a red week. Okay. There's one show. Is it one show? I think it's one. I think it's one show. Wait. Oh, no. The Piano Lesson had positive ticket sales and gross. Same with Top Dog Underdog. Whoa. Really positive gross. Did they play eight last week? They did. Oh. Oh, no. MJ. Stop. I'm getting to it. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I know. I know. Um, I tentatively had Cost of Living in as the champ. Um, okay. This would be the second straight week because they had ticket sales go from 69 to 75%, um, which made them 0.64% more in grosses. But I didn't see that Top Dog Underdog's grosses were up 16.71%. They raked in this week. I might give I might give it to Top Dog Underdog. You good with that? I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm Hell fine. yeah. Loser this week? Ahem. We got to go down to River City. Music we got trouble. Man. Right here in River City. Music Man's grosses were down 10%, and their ticket sales dropped to 96 which for a show that operates um, above $3 million to lose 312000 this week, uh-uh, can't happen. Still had the that's highest too, ticket that's, average That's too big of a drop. Too big. Too big. Uh, you know, I got to get Music like, Man loser. In, you know, like, making making less in a week is not always, you know, Obviously, these are all relative. They're still making money, and they're still, you know, yada, yada, yada. But when you have a week where last week they made, you know, over $3 million, mm-hmm. and this week they made, what was that, 2.7? Yeah. 300000 is no laughing matter. 300000 go, go back. Go back through the past is, couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, hey, the past couple of weeks, uh, Music Man was at... Uh, 2.9. 2.9 it went three then it went 2.9 then it went back to three they've really just been hovering well that was almost 3.1 2.7 so 
they've been doing well. So for them to really take this, their ticket sales only went down 3.2%. But for that to equate to $312,000, can't happen. Cannot happen. Yeah. $312,000 is enough to bankrupt uh, and Juliet. What other shows are below that? Cost of Living. Um, K-pop. Mike Birbiglia. Almost Take Me Out. Uh, Top Dog Underdog. Walking with Ghosts. Not good, Music Man. Sorry. Wow. It sucks. But the, the thing that is really frustrating me is the shows that sold out this week were Mike Birbiglia, The Old Man in the Pool, and The Phantom of the Opera. This is the first time since we've been rebooting this show that MJ didn't sell out. MJ was at 99.6%. Their grosses were up 3.6%. So, hey. Hey. It's fine. It's fine. Um... But it's pissed. Be- I'm pissed because they had a streak going. And they didn't need this, and they don't deserve this. And they were point four. They were like six tickets away from selling a hundred percent. Okay, they just didn't I'm sell all their stuff. Right now, it's more than six. I know point four percent of their weekly tickets is more than is more. Actually, than I'll tell you how many it is. They had eleven thousand ninety six tickets available, and they sold eleven thousand forty eight. They needed one school bus of kids to show up. <laughs> MJ needed one school bus of kids. I love that. That is your unit of measurement it is people well because i'm thinking like what what group would come and ring 50 people whatever man it just sucks it sucks um the top ticket this week was funny girl at five hundred ninety-nine thousand. uh they you know had a I thought about week. today what Mich- uh leah michelle is still in funny girl i know isn't that crazy <laughs> no one and they're cares. still doing well no one cares anymore uh but My... Benko seems to be doing a lot of shows still like she posts, I follow her on TikTok, and she like is always posting herself like in in the show, in huh. the costume and stuff. I wonder if Leah doesn't do matinees or something. Of all people to not be doing eight shows a week, it's Leah Michelle. <laughs> it's Leah okay. Michelle. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. What else? I had some notes for certain things. Um, yeah. Oh, where yeah. Were, where we're into the woods? There's no way does that say oh, yeah. sixty-two. Uh, sixty-two percent. Into the woods was the most empty theater this week at sixty-two. Is that true? No. Damn it. Walking with Ghosts? Oh, man. Is that what is 61.7? Uh, it's a play. I don't remember. I don't remember. Cool. But Into the Woods was just barely almost the most empty theater. Uh, is that 62%. Almost Famous at 64? What is that 64%? Uh, where's Almost Famous on here? A? Almost Famous? Uh, almost Famous was at 76 Oh, then I'm wrong. Oh, Death of a Salesman. Yeah, Death of a Salesman was at 64, but Into the Woods 62, man. Their gro- uh, ticket sales were down 12.4% and their grosses were down 10%. Rounding up They're off. 10. Goodbye. Dude, not good. Oh, my friends, my friends. Their grosses are now down to 700,000. If They might drop to below 600,000 this week. And if they drop below 62%, we're having a funeral for Into the Woods. If they drop below I... 600,000... In in grosses and below sixty percent in ticket sales sold, we're having an into those funeral. I think it's that's happening. appropriate. I think that's appropriate too. Yeah. Um but yeah, the the seventeen seventy six had the biggest negative decline in grosses. Um, Almost Famous saw the biggest decline in ticket sales, but they had eight performances this week. And where is it on here? Almost Famous had what? How does that work? Hold on. They played two more shows, but had negative ticket sales, like a lot of negative ticket sales. Oh, wow. They sold 6,310 
seats Whoa. in eight shows, but last week sold whole, how the, wait a minute. Oh, okay. But I guess that's less total seats available. How does that happen? Huh. I don't know how this statistic works. That's a full week. Re, I might right? need to recalculate the difference in ticket sales because it's not down. What about capacity? Maybe that's looking. Maybe I have it set to capacity. Seventy-six percent. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I'm looking at. It's capacity. They went from ninety percent to seventy-six, but this was their first week open, so I don't get it. Huh. Not good. Oh wait, did I talk about this already? Did I have this in here? I did. No. Oh, okay. Jimmy Fallon. So Almost Famous was originally a movie, and Jimmy Fallon was in it. Jimmy Fallon is now going to be making cameo appearances in this show. Once, whenever he feels like it. I wish I forgot to type this up in my notes. So yeah, Jimmy Fallon, basically, I think he said on a show where he said somewhere that he's just going to be dropping in whenever, uh, just in random way, random instance, instances. I, I don't know anything past that. But I'm like, huh, okay, that's kind of smart marketing wise. Like, I guess it's kind of like this gamble of, well, you get to see Jimmy Fallon. It's probably going to happen on Saturday nights, but... Yeah, huh. I don't know when. I think it's a cameo, little little role, but I well, I know tell they you film like they don't obviously film his show at night, like when it airs. So you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I but I don't think I don't see him doing his show and then going to do this show. So I I see it on a weekend. Yeah, I don't know. I will I will put that in next week and we can talk more about it. Um, because I think it's genius. I don't know how I'm interested to see how the actors in the show feel and how the actors equity association feels. Um, yeah. but I don't know. Cool. I guess I like Jimmy Fallon. He's probably um, just paid per performance. Yeah. I'm sure there's set dates. <clears throat> like he's already established dates of when he's going. Yeah, it's definitely not random. It's, it's like, it's he random knows to when us. he's doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but Hey, red week on Broadway. I might title exactly. this the Broadway massacre. Oh my um, God. Or a school bus full of MJ students. A, a school bus full of students. I think maybe MJ. we shouldn't bring no, uh, school buses full of children and Michael Jackson into the <laughs> oh, same no! sentence. And that. Oh, no. I'm sorry. You're right. Wait, can I use the soundboard? Wait. Oh. <laughs> Ow. No way did you just do that. Yikes. Dude. Okay. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I, I got. I don't want to say anymore. I like feel. <laughs> you okay. just put him Michael Jackson. No, you put him <laughs> I made an observation. I still want to go see that show so bad. I, I know you do. I think that thriller, I think that, that their Halloween special for thriller is awesome. Have you seen that clip? It's great. It's Send great because it then they post. No, they. Uh, it's on YouTube. They posted the whole thing, the whole the whole thriller. Because it happened once. Exactly. And if it only happens once, you might as well show the people who don't live in New York. Exactly. You don't need to punish your entire fan base for not having money to see the show every time exactly. you do something special. So you might as well post it when you do. No, they made it this whole thing. People wore costumes. They put stickers on the playbills. It looked awesome. It looked awesome. Wow. The Looking theme ahead. of this podcast is theater accessibility. It is. Um, and to that, I say... I say I gotta go. I'm called... Uh, I have to be 
hair prepped, ready for my mic in 30 minutes. I still have okay. to go eat dinner. So, well, hey, hey, break the leg. Thanks. I I'll will see, see you next week. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a great week. Bye-bye.